1: at luckylandslots.com
0: available to players in the US excluding Washington and Michigan no purchase necessary vgw group void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
1: welcome to the cricket badger ipl daily podcast 2021 the indian premier league 14th edition it's great to have you with us from the first match all the way to the final chennai super kings delhi capitals kolkata night riders Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with who knows wins. Put your money where your mates are and play along with the cricket badger. Hello, everybody.
2: Welcome along. It's the IPL 2021 daily. And unfortunately, it's the last one for a while because we made the decision that rather than just carry on talking about the same things every day for the foreseeable until we get further news on the IPL, um, we will uh, just put a hold on these IPL daily podcasts until um, hopefully the competition gets rearranged and replayed later on in the year. So we'll get all of the fan badges back if that is the case. And if it is obviously cancelled and we don't hear from it again, this is it. Basically, this is the final podcast. So hopefully there will be more possibly in September. We'll talk about that in just a second. We've got Knackle and Namon on for one final time in this run of the podcast. And Namon, just talking to you before we press record there, a lot of talk about the IPL and, and whether it's going to come back. And if it does come back, I've seen three countries mentioned England being one, Australia being another, and the UAE being the, the third option there. There's advantages to each of those. I mean obviously with the English version of that, you've got the Indian team over in England this summer. So it would be uh, them basically staying on for the IPL. Um, you mentioned to me that they're talking about maybe the T20 World Cup being swapped to Australia this time around. So that would be where the Australian IPL edition comes into it, playing that before the T20 World Cup in Australia. And then obviously the UAE has a bit of a rehash of last season. If you were to ha- be a betting man then, Naman, where would you put your money in terms of the most likely country for the IPL to be staged in if it is to return?
3: I feel it would be Australia also because uh, plenty of players in IPL are also from Australia and uh, getting their availability is also a major thing. Also, following T Twenty World Cup, it would be big bash as well. So, overall, if the for me the major point over here is the country hosting the T Twenty World Cup uh, will be preferred as the best uh, uh, location for IPL uh, for the for hosting it because it will be easier to get the uh, players and also their availability from various. Uh, countries as well because uh, they would want their players to get uh, the feel of the wickets and uh, feel of the grounds uh, where the World Cup is going to be hosted. So overall, I feel if it is Australia, uh, I feel Australia would be the best because we have already seen UAE and I feel that uh, the cases are rising over there and uh, just as we saw last year, even the Big Bash India-Australia series, every every match had uh, people on the ground. So I feel uh, it's more safer than UAE because we have witnessed already what uh, how australia have hosted the series or uh, stage series and big bash along with the people on the ground so i feel uh, that would be the major criteria uh considering australia moving on
2: yeah i mean i was speaking to somebody in the uae actually yesterday they were saying that you know it's not perfect there by any means covid at the current time i mean covid moves on in cycles doesn't it i mean we're talking about september the world could look a lot different by then who knows Wins. Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. Who knows wins? In a league of their own. Knuckle, would you be in agreement that Naman's suggesting maybe Australia is, is the favourite?
0: I don't know that there is a favourite right now, to be honest, James. There's so many logistical and calendar complications with rescheduling it anywhere, really. England England already has uh, an awful lot of cricket going on this summer. Um, if you look at all of the domestic competitions um, full men's and women's calendars and then also um, you have the possibility and high possibility of weather intervening
2: when in England. I know September is actually not a bad month here. It's quite well, warm. And, and rather nicely, we call it an Indian summer when it's nice in September, don't we?
0: Well, indeed, and it, it often is. But, but still, um, weather could interrupt things and it'll already be a very tight window. There's no chance for rescheduling. Australia it's very early in the Australian season to having it in to be having it in September we know Australia's attitudes towards bringing players into the country from overseas and you know that may change when the COVID situation if the COVID situation improves by then but that seems logistically difficult the UAE seems the most obvious choice in terms of you know the facilities are pretty much set up and ready to go and uh, it's very well self-contained so that you can drive between venues which presumably you couldn't do in say Australia I know there are a few venues in, in Melbourne and Sydney but but you can drive between venues. The bubbling is easier. Uh, the hotel capacity is there, but the window is so tight to get the T20 World Cup happening and organized. And I don't think there is much appetite. I don't think there will be much appetite for moving the T20 World Cup again, which has already happened. If it has to go to the UAE because of COVID, that's fine. But moving it to a whole different host country, you know, Australia is meant to be hosting it next year, for example. But Australia was meant to be hosting it this year with India hosting it last year. I mean,
2: the suggestion, Michael, but- is that the India and Australia are talking about swapping. So India, Australia host it this time, then India get it back the year after.
0: That's kind of already happened. I think that this is an awful lot of moving around of this, yeah. of this tournament. And I, I don't know how much appetite there will be for that, given that we are closer to that tournament. I, I have to say, I don't think the IPL will happen later this year just because of all of those logistical considerations.
2: Neil was very good on the podcast yesterday. I mean, Neil's an accountant. He, he pours over the figures and, and the finances of all of this. And he, he was suggesting that the IPL... We seem from you know from a distance. We look at the IPL as being just making India rich, but Neil was going through the various cases that you know South African cricket will suffer um, a lot. You know the money gets moved around into different places. Obviously, it goes to the players who then go off to their own countries as well. But yeah, the Australian Cricket Association takes ten percent of any Australians' money that plays in the IPL. The ECB and the counties benefit from the fact that uh, English players play in the competition too. Um, so there are repercussions of stopping this IPL, and that's That's before you even think about the sponsors and the TV broadcast rights, and and they are huge amounts of money. And if the IPL has to refund all of those guys, you're looking at a check with... A serious number on aren't you so the appetite is financial isn't it to finish this off it is to avoid having to refund all of these people the knock-on effects of cancelling it are, are big
0: they are big it's financial and sporting you know it feels incomplete to have a oh we want to you know, find out to who a wins it don't we yeah bid for the tournament to be literally incomplete but but yes the the financial implications are massive there are boards who Will will portion in IPL revenue or, or revenue for for players playing in the IPL as a part of their annual budget? There are cricketers who. Who will be relying on this as a part of their annual income, uh, and we we just don't know how all of that is going to be sorted out. There's presumably some going to be some kind of insurance situation involved, and how much of that is able to bail out, or how much of that is able to help out the the IPL and the and the BCCI in terms of meeting one of the financial obligations uh, remains to be seen. It is going to be very complicated, but if you can't host it, if you you can't host it, I mean, the it, at some point um, the sheer logistics may have to get in the way. I'm not I, saying this is what I want. To happen, I'm saying that this is my
2: best estimate as to what will happen. Just one last question to you, Knuckle. Before we go back to Naman, but if, if you were to play, I mean, the, what people are suggesting, what the what the favourite seems to be at the moment, if there is going to be a resumption of the IPL, is that it's played before a T20 World Cup, so that players go to that country to play the IPL and then move on, move into their national side. What appetite is there? I mean, the, obviously the finances are going to play a part in this because, as we've just mentioned, some of these countries benefit from the IPL. But does that counterbalance? A country's preparation for a T20 World Cup, I mean, England, for example, if England announced their squad, go to that country in normal circumstances, there would be all their training together. They play warm up matches against other nations and and, uh, ahead of a global competition. England arrive in a country without their captain Owen Morgan who's with KKR in a bubble somewhere else they've got Joss Butler somewhere else Ben Stokes might be fit again by then and be somewhere else that's not ideal preparation
0: for the nation is it no it wouldn't be but I don't think I think we're past the stage of ideal to be honest James uh, for everyone how much time and together they would have got to actually train is up in the air anyway given the quarantine restrictions on, on yeah, I mean, it, that's, that's
2: the- a really good point because they yeah, we've seen on the tours recently they land and literally play the first much straight away don't they
0: well almost uh and we don't well, i don't know how many warm-up games they would have had scheduled i don't know how soon or, or how long before the tournament they could have possibly arrived in the uae given that the the end of the english season had to be completed there would have been a little bit of, of time off but not not all that much between the end of england's international commitments and the domestic season and the start of the of the t20 world cup I mean, also, they were meant to be going to Pakistan this uh, uh, this autumn for, for two T20s. I don't know if that's now happening. So I, uh, we're past the stage of ideal in in that sense. You know, you could argue that the players would actually have had more practice because they'll be familiar with the conditions and, and be match fit. My worry with that is if it's in the same country, that the pitches would be absolutely knackered before the tournament mm. starts
2: yeah yeah. there's so much isn't there you, you, they're ba- basically juggling about um, 20 balls and it only takes one to fall and the IPL won't resume I think it's as, it's as simple as that Now, man, I mean, going back to India at the moment, obviously, over here in England, we're very concerned about our friends over there in, in India. We've seen horrific pictures of COVID on the TV. Um, COVID's obviously stopped the IPL, but h- how are you and your family? And you're in Mumbai. Is it, it, are things settling down? Is there any sign of things getting better?
3: Yes, things are uh, pretty much improving, but uh, yes, not drastically, owing to the population of Mumbai as well. Uh, overall, India's population is huge. And compared to that, uh, Mumbai is even. Uh, Uh, more enormous compared to other uh, cities as well so yes the condition is improving government is trying to provide the vaccines to each and everyone so getting vaccinated to almost uh, this 130 crore population is not a small amount of task so it is going to take time but I feel uh, from one month uh, from now on at least till uh, June of 15 I feel uh, it should be good Uh, everything should be uh, really nice from uh, what the situation is right now
2: yeah I mean we've seen everywhere haven't we when when we've had to Terrific spikes in other countries. It does ultimately settle down and things do get better. So hopefully that happens sooner rather than later for you and everybody else over there in, in India. What's the, what's the mood in the nation in the in the press in the country about the IPL finishing? Are people? I mean, I, I'd imagine people understand why it's happened, but I, I also imagine people are pretty disappointed that their their main tournaments finished.
3: Absolutely. Just uh, not only nation, like I had four WhatsApp groups and all were just talking about IPL and cricket matches day in, day out, even before the match starts. And after the match ends, it was so much buzz all around and it was so much positivity and something to talk about. But last two days, it has been so boring. Uh, Nothing to (laughs) do after the office work. And uh, it's literally we are just spending time and waiting for the cricket match to start at least uh, some cricket to watch when New Zealand and uh, England will pay play the test series apart from them yes all the cricket fans uh, especially uh, Mumbai is a hub of cricket so very much disappointed and you know like IPL is also followed here as a religion so uh, right now uh, to be honest it was the best time uh, as there is nothing to do and all are at home and uh, it's been uh, more than two months uh, where it's almost a lockdown situation so uh, yes the people are uh, upset right now but uh, yeah they are just trying to move on and waiting for the cricket to come up
2: Uh, Naman, during IPL 2020, you got married, didn't you? And your first um, months of marriage aren't particularly exactly what you would have anticipated when you were younger growing up and you were imagining getting married, going on a honeymoon and having uh, <laughs> wonderful experiences in the early stages of married life. You've been in lockdown for most of it, haven't you?
3: Yes, almost. Uh, like even in my wedding, there were not more than uh, 50 to 70 people. Uh, we had to cut short everything and none, not even a single individual would have dreamt of for a wedding like that. And it's now almost six months in May and uh, we are uh, still at home, not gone any. We have not gone anywhere. so. Yes, uh, we're trying to deal with it. And uh, in November, we'll be completing one year and uh, along with this COVID as well. So it's tough to deal with this uh, situation, but uh, uh, we are expecting too much from the government. Uh, but it is our responsibility also to help them by staying at home right now. It's a hard situation and uh, we need to deal with this and uh, come out stronger than ever before.
2: Well, if your lovely wife can put up with six months of you in lockdown, then that bodes well for the future, doesn't it?
3: <laughs> we just read news of Bill Gates today's before. Bill-
2: <laughs> I, I imagine I mean, you've got maybe less in the bank than Bill Gates has got so you're, <laughs> if, if you were to ever get divorced your divorce settlement would be a little bit less than Bill Gates's, I would think <laughs> um, Nackle, coming back to you are we, we're looking ahead to the summer now obviously you know, as soon as as cricket fans as soon as one thing finishes we look ahead to the next thing the Indian team for the England Tour isn't too far away from being announced and um, they're going to have to come over and quarantine and, and get ready for playing that Test Series which obviously follows on from the New Zealand Series in the summer so yeah for cricket fans there's always something to look forward to isn't there? There is and the World Test Championship final because before that of
0: course um, Yes indeed New Zealand have named their an extended squad for the England Series which will get trimmed down to 15 from the 20 that they've uh, that they've named a couple of new names to watch for Devin Conway who's been making waves in New Zealand domestic cricket so i should say somerset's devon conway after the news <laughs> yesterday and uh, he's been making waves in domestic cricket for a number of years and he's had a fantastic start to his white ball international career Rachin ravindra who's been uh who's come up through the under 19 circuit is a very a very um solid and very um and very technically put well well put together player those are the kind of the new names to watch for the, the rest it's it's who you'd expect New is a very well settled team the only issue that they've got is ross taylor has a bit of a calf injury but is expected to travel with the team to england for india i'd imagine we now know that the india a versus india competitive fixture is not going to happen uh the india a tour has been cancelled that was going to happen they were going to play two counties plus the full india team so what's going to happen now is that there'll be a larger than usual india squad coming over for the world test championship and for the test series which will have enough uh, personnel in it to cover for Covid problems and provide um, opposition in terms of uh, in terms of net bowlers and in terms of center wicket practices. As a result, I wouldn't expect there to be too many surprises in terms of big players uh, or big names left out. The one I can think who might struggle off the top of my head is Kuldeep Yadav, depending on how many seamers and spinners they they go in with. Kuldeep's stock has fallen uh, in the last couple of years, and he's now vulnerable with um, you know Ashwin, Jedeja, Uxbridge, Washington, Sundar. Mm. I think those those four. Will go whether they pick a fifth. Um, who knows? Maybe he would have gone as part of the India A uh tour, but everyone else seems to be fit again. I mean, um, Bhuvneshwar Kumar is fit again, Mohammed Shami is fit again in terms of bowlers who missed uh who missed the. England uh, series when India toured, Umesh Yadav I think is the one who has a slight fitness doubt over him. Uh, he didn't play during during this IPL, so I wouldn't expect too many surprises in terms of who is actually in the squad. And we might there might well be some some India A regulars and strong domestic performers who who make the tour in some capacity.
2: One of the things that is true for both teams, really England and India, but India very much so, is, is that you know even the seasoned pros, there's very few that are, are massively secure. In in that side. Everybody's to an extent is looking over their shoulder because there's so much um, strength in depth and so many good youngsters coming through. And we've seen a lot of them blooded over the last 12 months and come in and, and made waves on the international stage straight away. So very healthy competition.
0: There is. That said, I'm barely sure that I know the vast majority of India's team for the World Test Championship final. Now, the, obviously, the India Test Series, there will be rotation among the fast bowlers, and there's the depth to do that on both
2: sides. I'm really looking forward to this series. Uh, it's going to be an absolute cracker, I think. Absolutely. And, and are you are you the same, Naman? Are you looking forward to the, the summer in England with uh, the World Test Championship and the series against England? It should be, a, as, as Nackle said, it should be an absolute uh, rip-snorter of a, a Test Series, shouldn't it?
3: Yes, 100%, And uh, to be honest, I'm a huge uh, Test cricket fan and uh, no much better host than England uh, watching Test test cricket over there and uh, it's going to be a tough uh, series and uh, expecting the best from India as well. Uh, Apart from that, uh, yes, we have set a benchmark uh, and now, the right now, after in- England have lost the series and they are going to come hard. Also, they have their home advantage. So, it is going to be really interesting how India goes on from here and how they play in the final and also against the England. So, it's a huge challenge for India as well. And uh, before the T20 World Cup and IPL and CPL and everything, it's good to see so much uh, red ball cricket uh, from now on.
2: confidence simply go to manscape.com quote the discount code badger you get 20 off you get free shipping and you get some seriously quality equipment manscape.com together we save balls Let's go back to the IPL then just to finish up and wrap up this hopefully first half of this podcast series. Hopefully we will be back to uh, look at the second half of the IPL should it get rearranged. Now man, you're a CSK fan on our podcast. I described you yesterday as uh, an MSD fanatic. I said that you'd crawl around the world just to touch MSD on the ankle or something. You, you, you think he can do anything, don't you? Hopefully this isn't the last we'll see of MSD, is it? If this tournament doesn't get rearranged, will we see MSD back?
3: For sure, uh, I feel this question has been raised even when he was playing international cricket as long as he is fit and going yes, uh, the hand-eye coordination and the movement and the six-hitting capabilities uh, it's not the same as it was before but as I mentioned, the main thing about him is his leadership and uh, he will for sure stay with the CSK franchise and I don't think so because yes, uh, we saw him running everywhere he still he's able to keep and he's more fitter than so many youngsters out there so I don't think so apart from fitness there's any other reason uh, for keeping a player out of the competition we are seeing what Darren Stevens is doing for his uh, county team he's still playing he's 44 so why not MSD why 45
2: uh, now he's just turned 45 45. Darren Stevens yeah
3: yeah so why not MSD like his presence matters a lot and it is inspiring Uh, right now also we heard that he wants first all the players and all the CSK staffs to travel and he'll be travelling last once they reach their home so this is the kind of uh, presence he
2: brings and I was going to Uh, mention that, Naman, because he made a big thing of it this morning. I mean, MSD hasn't, but the press have, that he has basically said... He, he's like the captain on a ship isn't it going down with a ship almost he, he's getting right. everybody else off that ship before he leaves it he's looking after his team
3: absolutely yes uh, we can criticise him uh, every day like he's not the same anymore he doesn't need too many sixes or maybe takes too much time but is uh, all I am uh, talking about is his presence matters a lot not for the only the team also for the youngsters around him because also after every match we see him talking to the youngsters we saw him talking to Azruddin we t- saw him talking to Shahrukh Khan from Punjab so this is the aura which he brings around him. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays uh, next year also.
2: Neil's joined as our Sunrisers Hyderabad fan. Just before we wrap up, Neil, I was just going to ask you, all three of you, for your best memories of the IPL so far and maybe your star player from the IPL's first half, hopefully, of this, uh, this year's tournament. Um, if I was to ask that to you, Neil, what, what would be your favourite moment of the competition that we've had so far?
4: I think possibly... Devduck Padakal's hundred, hmm. which I thought was absolutely superb. And I like the way that um Coley gave him a little bit of a, a scare that he was gonna run out of runs and balls to actually um, get there while still helping him along Um, he's someone who has really sort of brightened up the last two IPL seasons or one and a half and
2: someone who we see a a really good future for um, he's a a terrific player isn't he I I really like watching Dev Duck Paddy Cullen you mentioned Coley there Neil RCB were going great guns in this first half of this tournament if it doesn't get rearranged Virat will be sitting there thinking am I ever going to get my hands on this trophy we talk about it all the time, that it being the one thing missing off his CV really, that he's never lifted the IPL he was, I'm not necessarily on course to do so, but they were certainly in contention this time
4: Yeah, I mean, apart from the IPL getting called off halfway through um, it was also the fact that they seemed to finally sort out their team selection we all thought it was the same old RCB when Carl Jameson was signed you know, uh, sign up for Big Money, the guy who performed against India in whatever format just before the um, the auction but actually he was superb bringing in maxwell uh, despite flattering to deceive um on numerous occasions in the IPL previously um he was excellent and really freed up both coley and abd where they didn't have to
2: worry about preserving their wicket as much i saw somebody came up with a really good point the other day i can't can't remember who it it was to attribute it to them they said glenn maxwell when he's been with punjab kings he's the big fish even in a in a franchise team he's a big fish at RCB he's just one of many stars and they felt that that maybe played to him he he didn't feel the pressure on him to be the the star performer because he's got ABD he's got Virat Kohli he's got others in that batting lineup so he's just one of a team and maybe responds to that a little bit better I think that
4: definitely could have helped although he still had a massive price tag bigger than he's had before so that was always going to be weighing on him Um, I think moving him up the order rather than seeing him as this flashy guy who can hit a few big sixes. He was given the responsibility of building an innings and holding it together all the way through along with Virat to give others the chance to have the little cameos. And that seems to have suited him a lot more. We've spoken a lot about people like Dawid Milan who has to come in um, high up the order because he takes a bit of time to get going and then when he does he's absolutely amazing. Maxwell for all his explosiveness um, seems to have shown that as well. When he was uh, given the responsibility of only getting a few balls to smash sixes last season with Punjab he really seemed to struggle with that and with um, with Delhi before as well. So having him as that guy who can bats almost all the way through has really helped i mean he's a guy with i think three international t20 centuries you know you're getting towards mccullum and gale standards
2: when you get that many the lad can play he can certainly play cricket kind of glenn maxwell knuckle comes across to you for your favorite memory of the half of the IPL that we've seen so far
0: it was uh, Karen Pollard's uh, eighty-seven out of thirty-four balls oh, against, yes. uh, against Chennai. I was on comms for it, the most the most extraordinary heist. They needed fifteen and over for the last ten overs. He took hold of that game with his with his skill, with his ability to hit sixes off almost any delivery, his range of stroke, his ability to transfer his size and his power into into distance and and contact, and his aura. He it was. It was one of those strange situations where the situation was mathematically unlikely, but you sort of expected it to happen because of the sheer presence and aura of of Kyron Pollard. Uh,
2: And what made that even better for me, uh, Knuckle, was that they were running out of batsmen. If he'd got out in that chase at any stage but obviously particularly towards the end there wasn't really too many to come after him the, the game would have been lost it was all on his shoulders really wasn't it
0: pretty much there was a cameo from, from Hardik Pundia um, Nisham got out first ball trying to hit a six which which is completely fine but yeah then yeah, double Kur and Rahul Cheher, just Big boomer Trent Bolt? You're not expecting anything from from them, but it doesn't matter to Kyron Pollard. and uh, he, he is very happy to take that responsibility on his on his shoulders and still to play freely despite it. Um, and he is one of the greatest T20 players of all time, and and he showed it. I, I heard you mentioned you know player of the first half of the tournament for something else. I actually did a team of the first half of the tournament, which okay. might well end up as being the team of the tournament. But yeah. um, go for it following the proper rules for overseas players. So Prithvi Shaw and Dave Dutt opening, which is really harsh on Shikhar one, but I've gone for the extra strike rate. Moin Ali, who I think's been superb for CSK. Ambati Raidu, who I think's been, um, not a revelation, but has, has refound some of his best form. A.B. De Villiers, keeping... Kiran Pollard, captaining, Ravindra Jadeja, Rashid Khan, fourth overseas player, Harshal Patel, Avesh Khan, Jasprit Bumra. So I'm
2: just writing these down. I want I want to keep a record of this. Knackle, and Jasprit Bumrah. I, I like that team. Um, let's let's flip back to Neil. Then you've heard that eleven Knackle's done and am Shaw, sure Padikkal, Mo Ali and batty ABD, Kieran Pollard and um, Ravindra Jadeja, Rashid Khan, Harshal Patel, Avesh Khan and Jaspit Bumra. Would you uh make any differences to that Neil? The only guy that I would
4: potentially add is Baron Chakvati, who I think has been consistently excellent for um a couple of seasons and was for me pretty much the only bright spark in the um in the KKR shambles um this season. Um he's been absolutely uh, absolutely brilliant. But otherwise I really can't argue. Um just a note on Pollard, um, which I don't see said often is My favourite thing about him is whatever the strike rate um, when he comes in um, that's required, he will shoulder arms to a good ball or a ball that doesn't have the percentages because he has that confidence
2: that he he trusts himself doesn't he he. and I I imagine Neil as well the the fact that he's done it so many times now you just go back inside your head I mean you you hear um, psychologists talking about this that you you go back and you picture a previous success and he's got many of those yeah it's just happened again and again and
4: again I think one of my first memories um, of the IPL is probably from around 2012 uh, the final against CSK where Mumbai were Something like six or seven down after about eight overs and he dragged them uh, through by playing sensibly before exploding. He is not, uh, despite his size, he's not a guy who just goes out there and swings for the hills no. at every ball. He is so calculating. Um, and I don't think that he gets the praise sometimes because he's so strong, because he uh, can hit the ball so far. It's um, a bit reminiscent of Mark Nicholas talking about West Indies before the last T20 World Cup. He is a supremely smart, calculating player
2: in this format. Now, man, let's come across to you, your favourite memory of the half of this IPL 2021 tournament that we've seen.
3: Uh, well, uh, not memory as such but uh, I just was so impressed and uh, with uh, Chetan Sakarya, I feel the matches he has played and the number of wickets he has taken uh, I always look after the youngsters because I feel these are the products what IPL wants. Uh, we will be always treated to our eyes with good performances of ABD, Polars and Rohit Sharmas they are going to come and hit it hit sixes and everything but I feel the IPL is all about the products coming out of it. Last year we saw Devdutt Padikal and Natrajan and this year the likes of Avesh Khan and Chetan Sakarya they have been just brilliant and uh, coming from small towns and performing like this uh, they don't even know what amount of money they are going to get and what amount of what name they are making uh, for themselves uh, but it was so innocent and you always saw him smiling even after going for runs and bowling along with side of uh, Chris Morris and uh, sharing the dugout with Butler it was a dream come true for him so I always look up to these youngsters how they use this uh, huge platform uh, set for them and make their name before representing their own country also I was so impressed with Mohamed Siraj as well Yeah, he was not like this in the death was especially last year in the last editions of IPL but overall I am quite happy for Chetan Sakarya also knowing his story what he has gone through uh, it's just a brilliant IPL for him uh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, him going a lot uh, in the next auction uh, when teams are going to going to refresh their uh, players
2: yeah I, I, I really liked watching him he'll be one of my memories of this tournament as well Sakaria running into bowl giving it everything but a massive smile on his face and as you say given the personal tragedy his brother committing suicide just a a matter of weeks before the tournament started um, and where he's come from the same with Jaisville as well we talked about him on the podcast as well the kind of rags to riches stories that the IPL brings up and how these youngsters come in and they perform and it's the tenacity and the fight that they show to get to that stage and then making the most of it when they get there some really fantastic stories the IPL produces and Sakaria is definitely one of those now Naman, you heard Knuckles' team of the tournament that he's picked I, I really like this team I'll read it out again so that you just get a bit of a, a refresher Shaw Padikul Moen Ali Rayadu Villiers, Pollard Jadeja Rashid Khan Harshal Patel Avesh Khan and Jasprit Bumrah anybody that you'd want to see in there that Knuckles not picked
3: yes I would uh, I would agree with uh, Neil I will uh, definitely put in Tripathi in place of Rayadu and also I feel uh, Harshal. Patel Patel gets a bit one-dimensional and also he is more productive at the death not with the new ball that much uh, so I feel Bumrah and Arshar Patel makes a kind of a same kind of baller handling the new death uh, the death overs so I will bring someone like uh, Sakarya or Mohamed Siraj to just be more impactful with the new ball in the first six overs in place of Arshar Patel uh, rest uh, all the team looks uh, balanced and uh, super impactful
2: yeah well we've made up there with the additions I think we made a very nice little squad. One quick question to you guys before we finish off. On a scale of 1 to 10, I like these kind of questions on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being the IPL 2020, 1 is doomed and we'll never see it resurface. 10 being the IPL 2021 is definitely going to get played at some stage during the rest of this year. Where would you put yourself on that spectrum, Neil Varane?
4: I think it's an eight just due to the money but i don't know if it's going to be in the same format and um i'm wondering if the foreign players are all going to come back and whether they'll have to do a replacement auction in the way that psl did
0: knuckle for i i think that while the the money is of course a significant factor and a far-reaching one as as you and and neil have talked about i just don't think the logistics work and i think ultimately they're going to have to uh gonna have to admit defeat no man
3: yeah, I'll go with nine. I definitely feel it is going to happen specifically where the World Cup is going to be hosted. I feel that will be the location and the host where the IPL is going to be conducted. So I definitely feel that uh, Ganguly and everyone are trying to work it. Uh, and also I'm surprised why they have not considered West Indies as an option because CPL is going to be held over there in the month of August. So our post CPL even tournament IPL uh, can be conducted over there. But I am definitely sure that uh, it will be conducted and it will be finished uh, before the World
2: Cup. Naman Shah, I love you. You're always positive. I always like that. Nine from Naman. Uh, Nothing would surprise me with this IPL. I think we could see it or we could not see it. I don't think any story that comes out of this IPL would surprise me whatsoever. Uh, My thanks as always to Nakul, Naman and to Neil for joining me on today's podcast. Um, And let's not forget Abhay, Abhishek, Anand, Claire, Dan, Deepak, Harry, Raj, Rito and Sam for their contributions as we've gone through the first half of IPL 2021. They'll all be back with me if the competition ever does get resurfaced and rejigged and uh, played whether that be September or whenever else. My thanks to you out there for listening for this first half of this uh, podcast series. Also thank you to Who Knows Wins for their support of our daily podcast going through this. All that leaves me to say is thank you to the IPL organizers for getting us half a competition because it wasn't the easiest one to, re- to arrange and I think we were inevitable it was uh, called off in the end but great efforts to put that on and thanks uh, obviously mostly to the players for entertaining us in the first half of IPL 2021 and good luck to all of you out there as well the Indians out there living in India whether that be Naman or any of our other fan badges or all of the listeners as well hopefully this COVID spike disappears very very soon and you can get back to normality and get back to safety but look after each other stay strong stay safe I've been James the Cricket Badger I won't see you again tomorrow but hopefully see you again very very soon indeed thanks for listening everybody